0: The state of Texas has sent an official request for border support to the Louisiana Department of Homeland Security uh, this past Monday. Jacques Thibodeau, the new director of GOSAP, the Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness joins us. Jacques, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, good afternoon, Sheriff. How are you today?
0: I'm doing well, Jacques. First, let me congratulate you on the appointment uh, to GOSEP, which we all know is an incredibly important uh, function that affects so many uh, lives and so many aspects of our lives each and every day. And we wish you the best.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: So we know we got this uh, official request from the state of Texas. Uh, what can you tell us about the uh, scope of the deployment and, and how this will be handled?
2: What it does is when it comes in as an emergency request under the Emergency Management Assistance Compact, and, and the first thing I'll say is, is Louisiana stands with Texas. They they, they have helped us tremendously throughout the, the decades, and we've helped them back, and we've got a great partnership with Texas, Texas that is longstanding and will go well into the future. Uh, so they, they submitted an official request for military support uh, from the state of Louisiana. Now, what happens is when that comes in, it's our job at goes to look at that request and make a recommendation to the governor as to whether or not we should staff it and then how do we staff it. So in this case, they asked for military support, and we recommended to the governor that it be staffed based on the agreement between himself and Governor Abbott. And it is, it is for military support in 350 soldier rotations for 30 days at a time. So a total of 150 soldiers over the course and will be a 90-day rotation. So we, we moved that forward to the governor's office, and now it's, it's at the governor's office and, and just going through the, the process of, of how it will be staffed.
0: As uh, you go through the assessment of the mission request, uh, do we know exactly what our, our guardsmen will be doing in Texas?
2: Uh, Yes, sir. It says very clearly uh, that it is for support along the border mission, uh, and it has them in a role that they are currently the Texas National Guard is operating out of, uh, and it is basically military support to law enforcement authorities, which occurs uh, all the time in in these type of events, uh, whether it be in Louisiana during an emergency or whether it be in Texas as they're facing an immigration crisis right now.
0: This is not our first deployment either, is it? For no this sir. particular I mean, mission.
2: Absolutely, and what's what's not known is that Louisiana has already deployed soldiers uh, to the state of Texas for this mission uh, previously under the under Governor Edwards' administration, and and this is the actual second deployment.
0: Uh, and there's been some. Uh, messaging about that first deployment that there allegedly were some issues. I'm sure you've been briefed on that and, awa- and are aware of it. Is, is it uh, as we've read in the paper or is there more to that story?
2: No, I, I think what you see there is, is there were some some uh, inst- situations that were investigated and I, th- I believe they were dealt with by the Louisiana National Guard at the time. Uh, I can guarantee you that General Freelieu And as the Adjutant General of the Louisiana National Guard is not going to tolerate anything of that sort And this deployment, they're going to get 150 professional soldiers that are experienced uh, and going to behave in the fashion that we expect them to.
0: And this, um, um, the acronym EMAC, right? Is that? um... That's correct. Yeah, uh, I, I get them. All. I, in, in, in the GOSEP world, there's a lot of acronyms. I remember some, but not all of them. Um, not uncommon to get this, correct?
2: No, it, it's fairly common. It's it's basically what we use as a tool across the nation for all the states to support each other. And, and it's not just the military. It also can be first responders. Uh, it can be uh, fu- uh fire departments. It can be individual water purification units. It's the emergency management assistance compact. And what it is, it's designed out of the national response framework that comes and allows the States to, to operate quickly at one request comes in. And once the other state decides they can fill it, it can move relatively quickly, sometimes in a matter of hours or days. In this case, the, the request has been moved through, and then now the legislature is the only one that can fund this. Based on the fact that Texas has asked the other states to help them absorb the costs, it is in the hands of the governor and the Louisiana legislature to determine the, the appropriate funding for this mission.
0: If you would, uh, um, Jacques, if you would ex- explain for the listening audience um, – it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to reject or, or to deny the request, right, because you know that you're going to be making similar requests, uh, unfortunately, uh, as Mother Nature may deal. Who, who knows what challenge we may have? Um, so it's hard to, to turn down your border states uh, when, they, when they put in an EMAC like this. And i got to imagine that there was a lot of thought that went into this by Governor Abbott before he made the request.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, just to kind of put in perspective, you and I have kind of sowed the same ground together. You with the Jefferson Sheriff's Office and me there in the U.S. Marshals in New Orleans. If you remember Hurricane Katrina, we had every state we had EMAC request and we had we had National Guard soldiers from every state that was here. So when you get one of these, you have to take them very seriously because. We we could in fact in a couple of months from now be in faced with a storm where we need them to turn around and help us. And and that's the kind of thing. The Gulf states really stand strong together because of all of the responses we have to to all the storms. And and that's what a lot of the other regions just don't understand is how, how jointly the, these states are tied together because of the Gulf and and responding to all the hurricanes over the, over the decades.
0: Uh, if you would address some of the criticism people are saying, you know, on the one hand, the governor has asked for departments within the state administration to cut to uh, look at uh, tightening their belts. And at the same time, I think y'all have been able to quantify the request because it is for a defined period of time and for a defined number of, of soldiers uh, at a spend of around $3 million.
2: Right. And, and so you have to be able to do multiple things at one time. So when you're looking at in the emergency management world, you have to be able to, to, for example, the governor has to be able to declare an executive order uh, declaring there's a law enforcement shortage in Louisiana That allows the sheriffs to hire uh, and gives them a suspension of a temporary period of time to hire additional sheriff's deputies and you have to be able to staff EMAC requests like this and you have to be able to do multiple things the thing that I'll say is as a a different perspective for me being 28 years in federal law enforcement this this affects us all I saw the direct impact on illegal immigration And we had the naturalization ceremony right there in the federal courthouse, and every month I watched all those people that did it legally and were naturalized citizens and and became citizens and how much it meant to them, and I saw the direct impact of illegal immigration. So you've got to be able to do multiple things at one time, and I understand that some people have reservations about this. The the issue that comes into play is that if you don't address this at the root of where it is, it gets worse for everyone else down the road.
0: Yeah. And the the balance sheet uh, at any given point in time in any particular month of any given year doesn't always balance. Right. And
2: so you have these,
0: these requests that come in and it may not be the best time for you to fill it but uh, you know it's never the best time quite frankly in, in some respect when you really think about it
2: absolutely I mean, you look at the the circumstance we're talking now right now on the back side of we we have a massive AT&T outage that's going on right now that's another example it's never the best time there's no such thing as a crisis on your timeline The crisis occurs on its own timeline, and if you don't address it, it gets worse and worse with time.
0: Yeah, and and I'm glad you you articulated it as such because, um, um, and and I'll say it again, congratulations on your appointment. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) you got the tiger by the tail, right? (laughs) And and I remember having this conversation with – with Governor Edwards uh, about the number of storms that came in, you know, the fact of the, the the number of emergency declarations. It seemed like that things were coming from all angles. And you wonder when you really have time to govern and manage because uh, it, there's a crisis around almost every corner.
2: Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, one of the things I tease people about, I have the worst luck in the world, and uh, I wouldn't wish it <laughs> on anyone. But but I asked for it, so I feel like I'm back home here at Gosep, you know?
0: Well, you might be the perfect guy for the job then for sure. Because
2: <laughs> you're used to it, it. It, it. Right. It's You know, it's certainly been a busy uh, eight weeks since I've got in. So uh, I think everybody's been kind of teasing me in the building that, uh, man, why are you bringing all these things with you? So, But, but we're ready and ready to adapt and we're ready to – serve the citizens of Louisiana, and we're going to do well moving forward.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure you're uh, reading all of the uh, intelligence reports about these uh, cell uh, uh, cell providers going down, so we won't keep you any longer, but thank you so much for joining us this morning. We, tru- we truly uh, appreciate uh, what you do each and every day and uh, appreciate you coming on the show and, and, and sharing your thoughts about this important issue.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. I hope everybody has a great day.
0: You too, my friend. Jock Thibodeau, director of GoSEP. We will be right back, folks. Stay with us. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds.
1: It's Internet built for tomorrow, today.